you know, what the hell is going on up there? I leave the country for a few years and it just goes crazy and I don't get it. I don't know what, uh, look it, you broke it, it's time to fix it. Now I'm going to, little clip I threw together that expresses my feelings about this. Hold on. I love America, but does Black Lives Matter? Absolutely. Then don't fly the flag. No, that's not fine. Hey, Mr. Vice President, time for a few questions? No, no. I Fucking what the fuck? Stay the fuck away from me, you fucks, everyone. Are you guys in the Or is that not rent? I thought that was rent. This is a black life matter movement. Yeah, 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 yeah,
that have their roots back in the 60s that back then it was the Weather Underground, it was the Black Panthers, and Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all of these groups, they're affiliated. They're these same roots of people and the same ideology of, you know, you call it progressive, but they're talking about socialism slash communism, uh, Cuban style. And so what's my problem with the protest of today? They're not protests. These are, it started out as protests and they just piled in. And everybody's saying that now. They didn't at first, but you know, a lot of people, I won't say everybody, but it's been pointed out by many people that these are no longer protests. But here's my point. This is what leadership looks like. Yet you've got a presidential candidate who has nothing to say. You know, when he talks about um, what's going on, it's Trump that's destroying these cities and it's Trump that's causing this stuff. And what a load of garbage. It has nothing to do with it. And, and then when he talks about, again, what's going on, they're protests. The people have a right to protest. And our roots in America are, you know, protesting. And we have the constitutional right to redress grievances. And, but that's not what's happening. It's, it's criminality that's happening. You have people being beaten in the streets and for political correctness, nothing's happening. Back in the 60s when that happened, you had people that would defend themselves or come to the defense and did it make matters worse? I don't know. If you're the guy, you know, laying on your back in the street, getting his head kicked in, you kind of hope somebody's going to do that. I'm not, I'm not calling for that. I'm not there. Um, but it's so hypocritical to say, well, this is what leadership looks like. It's not what leadership looks like. That's what cowardice looks like. That's what craven political desire looks like. It has nothing to do with leadership. There's nothing at all about that party. Yeah, I, I mentioned before that I started out, I thought socialism was awesome, and then I went to the the Democrat Party, and uh, for a long time I hovered around there, uh, thinking that that was a good thing, and and then I went to Independent and I tried Republican for a little while, and then a pox on all the parties. Um, libertarian after that, you know, I just kept moving away because these parties are just, uh, you know, they're so corrupt. And then a guy comes along like Trump, who was everybody's darling before he ran for president. All of a sudden he becomes, you know, the evil of the world. It's so ridiculous. You know, here's a guy that received all these awards when he was in New York City from uh, various uh, black organizations, Latino organizations, women's organizations, because he was on the forefront of promoting these groups in his business. And he was a supporter, financial supporter, of a lot of these uh, causes. But he becomes president, and all of a sudden, he's a racist and a bigot, and blah, 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 blah. And it's a bunch of crap. But people buy it because the propaganda is so good. You just hear it over and over. You know, sooner or later, it's going to kick in. And you've got people that, very nice people, that have completely lost their minds because 
they have no ability of critical thinking anymore. They don't understand what has taken place with this. You know, Trump was going to be a tyrant, but he's been far from it. When they chased him with the impeachment, a tyrant would have stepped in and ended it all. A tyrant right now would have certain people in prison, justifiably. But he just sits back and, you know, lets the stuff you know go on. He's he's He doesn't touch anything that looks like he's interfering with it. He just puts his head down and does his job. And somehow, you know, that's hate and that's racist. It's just such nonsense. But that's what leadership looks like. And here's coming from a guy who I never cared for Trump. You know, I'm a New Yorker and um, I thought he was a jerk. And, he, but he's, he, you know, he's a product of Queens and he, they talk like he talks and, you know, they take pride in it. You know, I, I take pride in being plain spoken and, you know, I say what's on my mind, but I try to be careful about how I say certain things. You know, you don't want to offend people just for the sake of it, but when you're from Queens, yeah, that's kind of what you do. That's <laughs> kind of what you do. I've never been a fan of people in, Queen, in Queens in general, and um, I've never been a fan of him. His show, The Apprentice, I had a real problem because it was constantly depicting business as being something that it's not. And that bothered me because I was in business. And uh, it's hard enough to be in business and people not understanding that just because you own a business or two businesses doesn't mean you're rich and off the backs of people. There's so many times in the years I had businesses that I made sure people got paid. And by the time I was done with that and paid taxes and insurance, I had nothing left for me. Um, when I was married at the time, sometimes we lived off her salary. Sometimes uh, I had to do other work to get money to help support people's paycheck because, you know, business goes through its ups and downs. But people don't, they don't understand that. So they see anybody who owns a business as being some rich fat cat and they have no concept of what that is like what the risk is like what the stress is and how hard it is to keep people employed and and bring in more people uh, they just don't get it but trump gets it and everything he does is is for those situations not just business but the people on the working end and so many of the things he's done is focused on that and the results are are shown and as a matter of fact, what boggles my mind is all these people that want to hate on him have lost the ability to objectively look at the things that he's accomplished along with all these other people. But that administration, what they have accomplished, they're oblivious to it because they can't let themselves see it. It's a sad situation. But when you have these riots destruction, this political anarchy going on in dozens of, of progressive cities, and news doesn't want to report it. I mean, if you want to see it, you really have to go to YouTube and look at people that are there. 
I try to avoid some of, you know, somebody said, well, you're on the right right wing of things, therefore you must watch Alex Jones. Um, no, I don't. I don't watch Alex Jones any more than I watch people on the left because I don't need to be told what to think. What I watch is what is, is happening. If there's a speech, I watch the speech. I don't watch a reporter telling me what the speech was trying to say. I want to hear what people actually say. I want to hear the sources. And and so I haven't fallen prey to the brainwashing on either side. Um, if if there is an either side, really you have three sides. You have the you know the progressive Democrat side, and I'm talking the political party because so many Democrats, the party has actually left them. They've just gone way off haywire. Then you have the Republican Party, which is another side, but it's two sides of the same coin. They're, they're in it together. I mean, you, you wonder where all these never-Trumpers are, are coming from. They're not coming from a place of integrity. They're coming from a place of covering their own butt because both parties have been so involved in raping and pillaging the American public. And then you get the third guy come along trump who's turning the rocks over and people are scurrying you know the light hits them and they're scurrying to get back into that darkness and that's where the never trumpers come from they don't want to be exposed there's 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 crimes involved in this and if people could just kind of snap themselves out of the propaganda for just a minute and take a look at what actually happened through all of the the Russia Gate and the impeachment as it all falls apart. And now the news doesn't want to talk about it. But what you found is that the last administration in power literally tried to overthrow, undermine, uh, trap an incoming president for political purposes. It's pretty horrific in the United States. It's something you expect, you know, people talk about Colombia. Well, you know, they're, they're kind of beyond that here, hopefully. It happened um, fairly frequently in Ecuador, if you go back 30-some years and, and back. But in the United States, that's not supposed to happen, but it's happening. And then you've got people that want to corrupt ballots. And you've got a populace that, that is so willing to buy into the brainwashing, the propaganda, that they fail to understand the difference between absentee ballots and mail-in ballots. And so you've got Trump coming out and saying, we can't have mail-in ballots, it'll corrupt the election. And I see on Facebook people arguing, well, I do it all the time, you know, I've done it for years, you know, it's absentee ballots. It's a completely different thing. The absentee ballot, you actually have to request and you have to prove your information. You, so when it comes, you're expecting it and it's coming to you where you are. And if for some reason you're not there, you, you notify them to make a correction. It's a one-on-one -on -one transaction. The mail-in system that they're talking about is not absentee ballots. It's taking a big stack and just sending it out to everybody that's on voter rolls, even going back a dozen years. 
and we all know, it, you know, it's a running joke about the people that voted that were dead. The, the bottom line of that, regardless of what party or affiliation, the voter rolls are really not very accurate. They just can't seem to keep up with it. It's something they should address. I mean, we all have computers these days. But if you're going to just send out just blanket ballots so that people can kind of fill them out and send them back, then you've opened the door for corruption. The thing is, if you're concerned with, I don't want to go to the polls because I don't want to be around people and I don't want to catch coronavirus, then sign up for an absentee ballot. What's, what's the problem? There's already a mechanism to do that. And that's been proven out that that actually works. So why do this other? There's no reason to do the other except to create chaos. So that when they lose, because they're going to lose, they can create all kinds of chaos and turmoil. And this dozens of cities with what's going on is, in my view, it's the brown shirt's dry run so that when they think the election's been corrupted and we go weeks before we can tell, you know, what's going on with the votes, we've got yet another excuse for people to hit the streets and just tear things up. And this has happened before in history in a number of places that overturned Republican style, Republic as in Republic, not as a political party Republican, Republic style governments for socialism and that's what's going on and people are just kind of blinded by it they're just kind of falling for all of this and sitting down here in south america now and watching you know what's what's happening it just um i don't know you get a little perspective when you're away from i don't watch cnn i don't watch msnbc i um I, there's hardly anything I watch on Fox. I don't watch the news on Fox. I will watch Fox and Friends a little bit in the morning when I'm getting ready for some things. And that's, that's the extent of it. Um, everything else, it's direct sources. So I guess I suggest you try to do it because seriously, if you vote for this guy who this is what leadership looks like, um, you're going to get what you deserve, and that would be a shame. You know, that old saying about the, I didn't leave the party, the party left me. That party left you long, long ago, and you just haven't accepted it. You know, how many stages do you go through? Well, you're certainly in the stage of denial. So um, wake up, America. <laughs> it's time you do something. You may not... Sorry about that. You may not like Trump, but at least he's sane. Catch you next time.